What is up, everybody to the nations worldwide? This is episode 59 of the Travel Couple Podcast, where we introduce you to couple travelers who offer their advice on how you can travel the world together while earning money living that travel lifestyle. We are your hosts, Mike Pletz and Natalie. Tune in every Wednesday as we interview couples living a travel lifestyle, get relationship advice about being on the road with your significant other, and listen how others are struggling and thriving in their personal and business lives while traveling the world. This is your one-stop podcast for travel, relationship, and business goals. In this episode, we are joined by Milan and Harali of Passport42. They're a travel couple that is saving money and making more time for travel while working their nine to five jobs and creating content online around their travels together. We talk with them about how they work to save their money for their travels, how they make the most of their time on their travels and how they work to create content while working their jobs. So without further ado, here's our interview with Milan and Harali. Today we are joined by Milan and Harali of Passport 4-2. They were bit by the travel bug in 2016 following their honeymoon and have never looked back. It is their passion for travel and seeing the world that helps them make travel a priority in their lives. You can follow them online at Passport42.com. That's Passport, the number 4-2-T-W-O.com. Hello, Milan and Harali, and welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, Mike. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, let's just get started to get to know a little bit more about the two of you a bit more. Uh, why don't you just let our audience know a little bit more about Passport 4.2 and the two of you? Yeah, so um, our travel journey started primarily with our honeymoon. Um, Harali and I haven't really traveled much before then. Um, but once we came back uh, from our honeymoon, we were just caught by the travel bug at that time. And, you know, it's just been part of our life ever since. Um, one thing I would say about our journey is that we're not the full time travelers. You know, we do have the typical nine to five job, um, but we try to make travel a priority as much as possible uh, in our lives. And I'm looking forward to getting to, to uh, learn how you two are doing that uh, because we have our own uh, way of doing things, myself and Natalie. And it's always nice to get that different kind of angle and perspective on, you know, trying to save more and make more time for travel, especially in our busy lives, for sure. How about how about uh, the two of you? How did the two of you meet? Uh, it's quite funny. We actually met online. So I created like an online account three days before and I actually sent him a message and <laughs> he messaged me back right away and a week later we actually met up at the movies and um, at yeah, a that cafe. Was, <laughs> that was our first date. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, Do you remember what movie it was? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was um, the second uh, Hunger Games movie. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> Very nice. And then how did things progress from there? Obviously, you guys got got married. Uh, I mean, 
as far as traveling goes, did you two kind of, uh, did one influence the other to get out and travel or were you both not really acquainted with travel in your lives? Where did this, this love of travel come from? So when I started dating Milan, um, I went over to his place and he had a big map on his wall and it was like a walled mapping and he had pins on them. So I asked him, what is this? And he's like, this is all the places that I've traveled to. And he's traveled a lot of places, more than I have. So, And I really didn't know much about traveling. So once he said, oh, we should travel more, I was like, okay. Like, I just didn't know much about traveling. And since then, like, I really, really enjoy it. And we actually still have the map up here in our apartment. And we started pinning places where we have traveled to. And it's it's really cool. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been fortunate um, from a fairly young age to travel and I've seen a good bit of the world. But then, you know, you get into school and you start to get into your career and everything. And so traveling wasn't much of a priority at that time. But then once um, probably and I initially started dating, we would do small like, you know, weekend getaways, things like that. We didn't really do much international travel early on in our relationship, but all that happened pretty much after we got married. Yeah, I mean, like we did go to London before we got married because my family's from there. I was actually born in London, so I, I try to go back as often as I can. So he came along to London um, for my f- family's wedding, and he actually proposed to me in Paris. So we did go to France, and we did um, visit different places around France. So that was pretty cool. And then where was the honeymoon? Um, so we were fortunate, we're very fortunate, actually. We got to do our honeymoon in uh, French Polynesia. So we spent um, three days in Morea and two days on the island of uh, Bora Bora. Awesome, awesome. So I I like to kind of warm up our guests, uh, getting into the next section, talking about travel. I like to warm up our guests with a simple question. It's a simple two-word question, but for so many of our couples that we interview, it has such a complex response, and that is, why travel? To me, because I never really had um, much influence of travel, like ever since we've been traveling, I really like enjoy learning about the cultures, especially when um, especially one of my most favorite trips is Bali, like going there and seeing how people live day to day. It really, really opened my eyes that how fortunate we are and just just like, you know, all adventures and thrills and um it definitely like brings out a whole new personality in you and just a freedom and i don't know just it just creates your own identity i feel like i know myself more and in many different ways and especially like meeting new people i love like meeting new people around the world like recently we were in iceland and we met different people around europe and it was kind of nice to talk to them and like their perspective of different countries like um, Croatia, Italy, or like what places would we go to? And they would give us great advice. So it's really nice to meet people um, around the world and locals talking to them. So definitely like that, to me, that's very eye-opening is just meeting the people around the world and the culture. Yeah, um, I, I would, you know, honestly just piggyback off of what Harali said that it's been a very um, transformative experience you know, coming, you know, a lot of times 
when you have like your typical day-to-day routine, you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you eat, you spend a couple hours, you go back to bed, and the next day you do the same thing over again, you kind of fall into this routine and you kind of accept that, okay, this is what life is. But ever since, you know, our first big trip together, we've kind of just caught this thing where it's just like there's got to be more you know to life than just this routine nature all the time and i think that's really filled in like that aspect of our life our life a lot definitely i love those uh two different perspectives there you know being able to get out there meet new people but also to to break up your routine that you're going through uh with working a job back home it can it really um you know the routine kind of gets monotonous and to break up that routine it's always nice to get away and get out on these trips for sure and that leads me to where were you last where are you right now and where are you traveling to next so right now um we live in uh, washington dc so we're home um we our last big trip was uh iceland um in the middle of april we were there for about 10 days and then this past weekend over memorial day weekend we were actually in uh, austin texas nice nice and in iceland uh we were actually planning to go hope uh we were hoping to go earlier this year and then wow air i believe was the one that went uh bankrupt and canceled all their flights yeah. uh did you guys what did you guys get up to when you were in iceland yeah so it's funny you bring up wow air because um we were unfortunately in that situation as well so Three, I would say about three weeks before our yeah, trip. Yeah, three weeks. <laughs> um, we got, we found out that they went bankrupt, so we had to kind of scramble last minute, figure out like, okay, do we try to book on another airline or do we scrap this idea entirely and you know pick another country? And ultimately, you know, we stuck with Iceland. We found another airline and we kept that trip going. But, um, yeah, and we don't regret it one bit. I would say out of the handful of countries we've yeah. traveled to... Iceland is just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's quickly become one yeah. of our favorite countries. Yeah, and that's... Uh, I mean, I, I can't believe that, that, that you guys had to go through that and just to have to scramble really quickly and decide like where you're going to go from there, especially when you are working a, a job and you have to... I mean, I assume that you two booked off the time and you've already booked the hotels and everything. Yep, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, to have to go through that really quickly and make it, make that decision to find another airline and uh, all the decisions that you had to make from there. Was it worth it in the end? Absolutely. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> we, we um, I would say we walked away from that trip like, ex- like we got more than we expected and... You know, we're we're already saying that we'd like to go back yeah, and visit one definitely. day in the future. What what did you and like what was what's one thing people should do if they visit Iceland? For me, I I like to have like a general idea of what we're doing, but not like a hard itinerary day to day. So the best thing was we just we had our own car and we just drove around the island ourselves. We kind of knew where we were going to be staying day to day um, because, again, we had to plan our trips out. But we never really said, like, OK, we're going 
here, 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 and here. We just spoke with locals. We spoke with other people we met on the road. We got advice, and we just drove around the island ourselves. And I think that was the best experience from my perspective. Awesome. And I want to get into some of these different experiences that you two have went on the road because we all know when you travel, you know, things don't really always go according to plan or or they do and it's such an incredible experience, but we, we always had to get past these hurdles that come our way. And I want to talk about a few different experiences that you two have had on the road starting with what has been your most rewarding travel experience? That experience that really took your breath away and really opened up your eyes to this world of travel and uh, all the p- possibilities. For me, it would be Bali. Like um, when we when we went to Nusa Penida, and uh, we had a tour. So our plan was just to kind of go check out Nusa Penida from above and just go snorkeling. But we were just standing from above, and we we're like, and uh, Milan was like do you want to hike down? I'm like, sure, let's do it. So we hiked all the way down and up um, to Killington Beach. And it's like an untouched beach there. It was beautiful, like totally worth it. Um, hard hike, really, really hard hike. Um, but I would have to say that was a most rewarding moment for me, just seeing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of them are, a lot of the, most rewarding moments are the ones that are typically unplanned. So Newsom Penina, I would also have to agree that that's a great moment. Another one that comes to mind was actually when we were on our honeymoon. Um, again, we were just kind of doing like a tour around the island, things like that. But we passed by this church and all of a sudden we just heard like kids laughing and singing and things like that. So everyone on the small tour bus we were on, we were like, hey, um, can we go back and check out what that was? And so we walked in, and it's just a church full of kids, and they're just singing this most beautiful song. And they invited us in, and we got to play with them and sing along. And that was like one of those moments you really, you're not there just as a traveler, but you're like connecting with the people that are there. And those are the moments that stick with you the most. Definitely, definitely. Those unplanned moments and also those times that you really get to to interact with the locals and, and see, uh, have like a, a window into their daily lives are always the moments that stick out for us as well. And turning this into a whole nother direction, we've all had them these, these experiences that come up and they uh, might embarrass you, they might be awkward, but maybe you can look back on them and think that they're hilarious. Do you two have an awkward, embarrassing, or hilarious travel experience you'd want to share? Oh, yeah. We, we have plenty yeah, of them. Yeah, we have off. one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Harali tell this one. So. Yeah. Okay. So this is Tori Milan. So we were on our way to um, Tahiti. So, um, you know, like the front pocket. So Milan had put the passport um, and a money pouch in front of um in the seat and we and he forgot it there so as we were about to like get off the um airport um i was just like milan where's our passports and our money gone and he's just like uh you had it i'm like no i don't have it and he's like 
Oh, God. And then we, we had to ask somebody. I was like, we need to go into the plane to see if a passport of money is there. And um, we were Audrey on a boat. So we were sailing away. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is the worst thing ever. And then um, luckily, um, the person actually went all the way back and bought our money and passport back to us. Yeah, that so was they, were, so, like, they were able to trace yeah. back and get all of our um all of our valuables back to us, which was great. So, <laughs> that was like really scary. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. Now, in my defense, I'm like when I've traveled in the past, I'm I'm usually a pretty light traveler, so I don't have much in my hands. And so when we first started traveling, you know, it was the typical like overpacking, taking a lot more stuff than you needed, things like that. So I was just not used to that. So that that's my defense right okay, there. <laughs> it's always good to have that defense for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, that they definitely, I mean, it's always nice when those situations turn out for the better. But do you have a, a an experience that um you know at the at the time it really wasn't good maybe it didn't even end good but maybe you can look back on it and, and kind of learn from it or think it's funny do you have like a really bad or your worst travel experience together that you would share Yeah so um it, it's it's a bit bittersweet I would say um I love ancient cultures um and old ruins and things like that so one of my biggest bucket list items was going to Egypt and, you know, seeing the pyramids and the old temples, um, which we were fortunate to do. We um, traveled there, got to see a lot of things. And what we went to Egypt to see, it was absolutely amazing. And I hope that one day, you know, I can revisit it. But the difficult part was in between when it came to traveling and interacting with the locals there, because unfortunately, it was a situation where you felt like you were trying to be taken advantage of every step of the way when it came from either getting a taxi or just trying to get directions or you try to buy one souvenir and the next thing you know, they're trying to throw 10 additional souvenirs at you. So unfortunately, there was a bit of a disconnect when you're trying to interact with the people in Egypt. Yeah, I remember this one situation. We just went to visit Luxor Temple at night and there are some photos um, that people were selling. So we purchased some at the front from this guy. But then this other guy saw us purchasing it. So he just started like following us all the way and like literally like slam the photos in our hand buy this buy this and we're like no sir like we already bought some but he kept on following us calling us names and we're like oh my god like he's literally following us all the way yeah, like, he, like he pretty much followed us like back to our hotel and like security had to tell him to leave at that point yeah, it's it's never fun to run in those into those situations for sure. And yeah, Egypt's been at the top of my list for as long as I can remember. Um, and it's it it's never nice to hear those stories, uh, you know, about a destination that you want to go to. 
at the at the end of your trip to Egypt, did you have uh, more? Uh, I mean, I guess better experiences with locals. Was it just the one area that it was kind of not so good, or how did that go? Yeah, I mean, overall, I would say the experience was good, and uh, Egypt is still, I would say absolutely worth seeing for you know um the country that it is but you just have to be a little more cautious and you know i guess expect some of these things to uh, happen but you just have to kind of stand your ground now the reason why i ask you guys about all these different experiences together is to get a sense of kind of what the two of you have been through because travel really uh you know puts strain on a relationship at times but really also uh, shows you how strong your relationship can be at the best of times and at the worst of times. So my next question to you is, you know, how does traveling, how has it affected your relationship together? I would say actually traveling is a major part of um, our, relationship. our relationship. Yeah, because it's something that Harali and I have like truly bonded over. Um, even though she hasn't had much experience with traveling in the past, I've just seen a lot of um, positive, I would say, like evolution in her, where she's become more worldly, more understanding, and we just have a lot more connections um, because of the things that we've seen and experienced. You know, before she would be a little timid to explore and um, do certain hikes or try different things, but with every trip i feel like she's she's ready to jump before i am nowadays so in in regards to uh you know this this evolution that you've seen with uh with traveling together uh have you guys been able to apply this in your your lives back home or like uh, in, in the sense of seeing each other grow as as a person, do you see that also transferring into your lives uh, back at home? Yeah, definitely. Like, um, definitely a big change. Like, I feel like, um, like it's we understand each other better. Like, and um, I don't know. Like, just uh, yeah. I mean, like, I would say that you know. It, it, it's a compromise right like at the end of the day i still have the things i enjoy and like and yeah. she has things that she enjoys and likes and when we plan trips or we visit anywhere we make sure to plan activities that we'll both enjoy but then we'll do certain things that her Ollie would enjoy or and she'll do things that i'll enjoy so i mean that compromise um it's always there and i think that's really helped, you know, just with our personal life as well. Mm -hmm. and, and practicing that when you're traveling and when you're you're planning your trip together, that, that compromise can, you know, always play a part in travel and then be transferred back at home. That's perfect. And it leads right into my next question, which is, you know, when you're planning a trip, who's going to take care of what? Because there's so much that goes into planning a trip. Right. So, you know, who takes care of the, the flights, the hotels, the itinerary? How does this get split up? Yeah, so, you know, for us, I mean, because we're not, like, full-time travelers, we want to make sure that we're covering, you know, both of what um, we like. Um, we typically do, like, two international trips a year. And so what we'll do is, you know, one trip like Harali will pick and, you know, one of her top destinations and the other trip um, I'll pick one of my top destinations. And then from there, when it comes to like the nitty gritty stuff, 
typically um we'll t- we'll both talk about like the activities we'll both like research like okay what's there to see here what's worth going to spending our time at and so we'll kind of plan all that out and then um Harali typically will look for hotels and car rentals and things like that. Yeah, she, like I'm, I'm more like the planner, so I'll do like the activities and stuff, and he'll do more of the logistics. So. Yeah, so it's my job to yeah. kind of put everything put everything together. together. So you two have been to uh, to nine different countries uh, on your your Instagram there, and uh, with all these countries that you've been to together. Is there one destination that's at the top of your list that you two would return to? Is it like uh, what I'm asking is basically, you know, what's that one place that has really blown you away? You would definitely return to in that you would recommend somebody else with the same interest as the two of you to go to. I would definitely say Bali, like because it has like everything there, the beach, hiking, the culture, waterfalls. Um, just food, just temples, just everything. Like I just feel like I could go back there over and over again, and feel like I still need to go back. So Bali definitely for me. Yeah. Um. Right now, I would say like Iceland. You know, I know we just got back from that trip, but it is kind of at the top of my list. Um. But yeah, Bali is also a great option just because it's. A country that's so diverse, but you can experience so many different things in such a small place. Mm-hmm. I've heard so much about that about Bali that it, it really has something for every kind of traveler. Whatever you want, it has it there. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, do you two have any more advice for a couple out there that's maybe going to go on their first trip together? Uh, any advice in terms of, you know, their relationship, what they should be working on and, and, and in terms of, you know, their relationship and travel? To be honest, just go to flow. Like, you know, you guys um, just be spontaneous and book a trip together and just go. Just don't think about it too much. It's definitely like a great experience and it definitely makes you learn more about each other. So I would definitely um, just tell everyone, go ahead and book your trip together and and just go. <laughs> like, just, I can't, I just can't. I mean, it's, you know, it's, um, uh, like, like we said earlier, like, it's a lot of compromise, right? You make sure that you do a little bit of everything uh, for each other, um, but have it be organic, like, um, kind of know what your intention is with the trip. Like, are you going just because, you know, you enjoy traveling and you want to visit this place or are you trying to become, become like Instagram famous or YouTube famous? You know, like have, have a bit of an intention as to what this trip is for. For us, this was all just very organic. We just started yeah. with, you know, our honeymoon. And then from there, we just kind of caught the bug and we started traveling and then, you know, we both enjoy photography. Well, we have these photos. What can we do with them? And then that's how we went in onto yeah. Instagram. That's how our blog started. So it was never, like, intended for all that, but it just all grew just organically and just out of the love of what we enjoy doing. 
so yeah i like the advice of you know go with the flow because travel you'll make plans and things will happen with those plans and things will change and it's just it's so important to just you know be able to live in the moment and go with the flow and i love that advice of you know traveling with intent like what's your intention and what's what do you what do you want to get from this trip uh, especially if like you have limited time for travel uh make, making the most of that time and, and trying to get the most out of that trip is so important right exactly mm-hmm. so i wanted to start talking uh, about passport 42 with the two of you uh a little bit more here and, and about your your lifestyle as well and before we jump into all of that i want to know where did the name passport 42 come from yeah so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of a, a joke with the whole story her I told earlier about how I forgot the passports <laughs> on the plane. So it's a, little, it's a little bit of a throwback to that. And then, I don't know, we just kind of threw out different ideas yeah. and, you know, try to see what stuck and I guess um, what wasn't taken on, you know, a lot of the big social medias and things like that. And fortunately, um, that was one that was available. So took it when, when we had the opportunity nice nice and where did this idea just to start this all come from uh like how did this develop that you two were you know gonna start this website gonna start this the all these social media channels and what came first did you start with instagram or start with the website how did this all evolve um well you want to so this one? we we started from instagram so our first trip that we booked like all by ourselves was Peru because, um, and then we decided after we got back from our trip, we're like, we should document this, not for, for ourselves. Like we should start an Instagram. So that's when we started like talking about, Oh, what the name and everything. And that's how we came up with passport for two. So Instagram was the first, um, thing that we started off. And I think the blog we started, um, after Greece, yeah, yeah, the blog came a little bit later. I mean, I guess um, ultimately what happened was we started posting on Instagram and we actually got some good like response with some of our earlier posts. People asking questions. Oh, yeah. like, where is this? How would you guys plan this? How do I do this? Things like that. Yeah. And so I guess the idea came up that, OK, people seem to be interested in what we have to share. So we decided to do the um the blog but you know the blog is also just kind of like a journal for ourselves you know to look back on one day that like hey look at all these um things that we've experienced and what we've been fortunate to do in our life um yeah we, and so it was more of a personal thing but you know, as much support and um help we can give other people you know that's just the extra benefit yeah especially like um we got a message from somebody saying that they actually fo- followed an uh, entire itinerary of egypt and we're like, wow, like, yeah, it was like, like day to day. They yeah. did the exact same things we did and they absolutely loved us for it. Yeah. So. so that was awesome. Yeah it's, yeah, it's good to know that, you know, these little things, you're you're making a difference to somebody else. For sure, for sure. And just, you know, sharing your travel experiences and everything from, you know, the 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 wonderful inspiration that you two provide through your Instagram and through your blog posts, like you said, with the itinerary, all the way to the the small details that you explained earlier with your trip to Egypt and your experience with the locals. Like all of this is just so important to get out there and just you know prepare people when they want to go to these different destinations for the good, the bad, and and everything in between for sure. Sure, absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Now, with the two of you, with you know, limited time to travel, how do you juggle, uh, you know, creating this content? Uh, do you create this content while you're traveling, or do you try to make the most of your travels and wait till you get home to create this content? But then you got to juggle your work and creating this content. Like, how do you how do you juggle all this? Yeah, so um, we primarily. You know, when we're on vacation or traveling, we're there enjoying the moment because, like you said, our time is limited. Um, so a lot of the posting and working on the blog happens after um, we get back home. Um, but then, you know, it's photography and photo editing has always kind of been a hobby of mine. So after work, I'll work on these things, but it doesn't seem like it's, you know, a second job or a chore. It's something that I enjoy doing. And Harali is more of the social media person where she'll message back to people who have commented on the post or sent us like messages and questions and things like that. So when it comes to photography and Instagram, you guys have kind of split that up uh, according to your interests. Is is that how the rest of this work uh, gets split up as well? Like uh, writing blog posts, creating the websites and other social media channels. Like how do you split up the rest of all of this? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of, um, you know, it's kind of a split where writing the posts, um, Harali will do a good bit of that part. I'll take care of the photo editing. Um, and then I'm the one who will typically put the website together. Yeah. And, yeah, that's just kind of how it goes. Now, I want to start talking a little bit more about the your, your lifestyle and how you guys make more time and save more money for your trips. And, I mean... Starting with, I really like this this um, method of traveling where, you know, it, it's more realistic. So many people are online telling you just quit your job and, and go traveling. But that can't really be realistic for the majority of people out there. And, uh, I mean, it, it's more realistic to, you know what, uh, keep your jobs, especially if you enjoy them, and and really just uh, make the most out of your time and make the and save the money that you can for your travels and uh i really like this this uh getting into this type of uh lifestyle uh discussion and i just want to know like do you guys have any methods or or how do you put away money put aside money for travel and make that a priority in your lives i mean well we we open up um a separate account for travel um, after our honeymoon. So we'll take a certain percentage out of our paycheck to go towards travel. And I also do another job on the side. So like I teach dance and I tutor kids. So all that money I don't pocket, we just put right away to our travel fund. And like eating out, we don't try to eat out um, at like high end places all the time. So we kind of have to sacrifice some things here and there in order to do um, like our weekend getaways and our um, international trips. So it is a big sacrifice, definitely. Yeah, we're basically order. Um, you know, uh, like Carl said, um, when we when we go out, you know, we'll maybe just share a plate, or we don't we don't buy like um, drinks or anything yeah. like that. And um, we do little jobs here and there to have a little bit more of an income to just kind of help go into the travel fund. 
Definitely. Yeah. And, and I really like how, you know, you, you guys talked about, you know, doing those side jobs and that money just goes directly into a uh, travel savings account. I love that in so many ways that, you know, nowadays people can use the skills that they have. And um, I mean, there's so many different ways for you to earn money on the side uh, after your, your nine to five or whatever you're doing, basically. Yeah. It's about time because, um, with with working in nine to five, it's it's you know you have a set uh, amount of vacation days that you can use. How do you guys use those vacation days that you have, or do you guys make the most out of you know long weekends and uh, and to travel locally? Like, how do you make the most out of your time that you have to be able to travel? Yeah, it's it's a combination of the two. Um, you know, because the, this past Memorial Weekend, um, having Monday off, you know, we took that opportunity and we, like I said, we traveled to Austin for the first time and yeah. we just, you know, ventured around the city and um, saw somewhere new. Um, and then with the longer trips, we tried to maximize the amount of time, you know, we can be there um, so that we can experience as much in each country. Yeah, so we don't, like, take any sick days off. And um, sometimes we actually go unpaid. Like, you know, we're like, we want to be there longer, so we're just not going to get paid, but we'll just kind of have to sacrifice later on. Because, I mean, yeah, if you're traveling, you know, to a country that's pretty far, you know, you don't want to waste most of your days on just the actual part of traveling there and getting there and you want to make sure you have enough time to experience while you're there and so if that requires us to go unpaid for you know a few days you know so be it yeah and i love that and that's that speaks to you know the two of your passion for traveling and making it a priority in your lives and i i really love that and um i mean with with traveling to a destination there also comes you know uh making the most of your time when you're actually there and you know that might mean waking up really early and going to bed really late and uh just making the most out of every moment when you're in that destination do you guys have any tips for uh being able to do that like how do you guys uh make the most of out of your time when you're at a certain place i know you in iceland you you rented a car so you're probably able to make your own schedule and you said before you uh you did a tour of another country so maybe you were able to maximize your time in that sense like what are some tips that you guys have to kind of maximize that time that you do have in each destination well, my tip would be to wake up early. So we usually wake up at like four o'clock to get our shots. Um, yeah, definitely wake up early to beat the crowds. That's my tip. So. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say over the years, like our travel has evolved quite a bit. You know, before we were casual travelers, we sleep in, we'd get out late, and we would be kind of um, stuck in like the the tourist rush, you know, things like that, and you you just the places you go they kind of lose their spectacle because there's just so many other people there so as we've gotten more accustomed to this we definitely you know have early mornings yeah um to get to the places we want to see before everyone else gets there um and yeah it just it just all comes with experience you know the more you travel you learn little things here and there you talk to other travelers and pick up new tips and i mean that's that's like the best advice is coming from somebody who's already been there and i feel like airbnbs have been great because i we get to talk to locals there and other people staying there and it's just been awesome especially iceland i felt like we met so many people there. yeah we met yeah. a lot of cool people when we were airbnb and just like 
hearing their stories of like um, how they travel and what they've seen and done, it's it's definitely eye opening. Yeah. And do you two have any more advice for that couple out there that wants to follow in your footsteps, make travel a pri- priority in their lives, and uh, you know make more time and uh, and save more money for travel? Do you have any advice for that couple out there? The biggest thing is that if this is something you're truly passionate about and you want to do, you have to make it a priority and you have to make adjustments, uh, just like Harley and I did. Once we decided we wanted to make travel a bigger part of our lives, we started saving on the side for our trips. We found ways to make more of an income um, to spend less so that we could um, have more in our travel funds. Um, and it's a sacrifice and a commitment, but if it's truly something you're passionate about, you know, it doesn't feel like an ordeal because every because now the way we think about it is like, mm-hmm. oh, if we save like twenty bucks, it's like, oh, that's like a car rental for a day, or yeah. you know, that's um, you know, dinner at on, on in another country or something like that, yeah, and that's that's kind of that. how we justify it. And yeah, and I feel like you're gonna like buying things, materialistic things is the last thing you're going to remember is experiences you've had together. So I definitely advise to go on different experiences and adventures together and just try it. Just go to flow. And that's my saying, just go to flow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, finishing this interview up, I want to ask you one more question that we've been asking our couples that we've had on the show as of late. And that is, you know, what is one thing you wish you'd known before starting this lifestyle, this lifestyle of making travel a priority in your lives, getting out there and traveling more, creating content around travel? What is one thing you would wish you had known before starting this? I wish we would have started it earlier. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, um, you know, I guess the biggest thing is that, like, you know, it's it's okay, it's normal. You know, a lot of times people look at traveling as kind of like a luxury thing, and people who get to travel a lot, you know, um, like a lot of people don't get to do that, but there's ways that it's possible. Yeah, yeah. you you can cut corners, you can save up for it, and um, there's so many resources that are out there now that um, anybody can do it. So, you know, if if you're truly passionate about it, there's no reason anything could hold you back from it. Yeah, like there's all different kind of travelers, people that like to travel luxury, people like to travel um, just budget travelers. And I would say that we're budget travelers. Like we just, we just, yeah, we just yeah. make it work. We just make it work. Very great advice, guys. And there you have it, Milan and Harali sharing their travel stories with you today on the To the Nations Worldwide Travel Couple Podcast. I want to say a very special thank you to our guests. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us on today's episode. Yeah, thank you so much. It was yeah. great. Thank you. I just want to give the two of you the floor. Uh, where should people check you out? What's the best way to reach out to you? Whatever you want to leave our audience with. Sure. So um, we're most active on Instagram um, at Passport42. That's Passport, the number four, and T-W-O. Um, our travel blog is also Passport42.com. Um, you can reach out to us um, on there as well, and we're more than happy to respond back. 
thank you to all of our listeners out there, to the nations worldwide. We cannot express our appreciation enough for having you listen to today's episode. Visit us at travelcouplepodcast.com slash 59. That's episode 59. This episode's show notes page. Learn more about Passport 42 and everything that Milan and Harali have got going on over there. Leave a comment on the page and let us know about your journeys together with your significant other. We'll be sure to get back to you and if you'd be so kind, please subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. It really helps us get this podcast out there and get more guests on this podcast. We'll make sure to consistently deliver you these episodes every Wednesday. This is Mike Pletz and Natalie hoping you have a wonderful adventure to the nations worldwide.